Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. If you're watching me on YouTube, I'm holding my phone like this because I'm recording on Spotify in the Anchor app, and I haven't got on the AirPod train yet, so I use regular headphones, but I need to charge my phone because i kind of been like using it all day, and so it's at a point where it's like I know it'll go dead if I keep it open, and I'm either going to you know, kind of, I wonder if I can close my screen and it's still record. Okay. It say it's still recording. So I think we're good. <laughs> and hopefully, you know, everybody can hear me, but what's up? Happy Tuesday. Um, I'm feeling good today. Didn't do too much. Of course I went to work. Went to get something to eat. And now I'm here and I was sitting for a long time pacing back and forth with what can I talk about? So I like laid across my bed because I still needed to make my Feminine Arts Academy post because I didn't get this together on Sunday. It's, my mind just been in a thousand different places. And I think, like I said, I've never um, grieved somebody super close to me. And I think I'm, I'm grieving in different ways that are just, you know, making me kind of spacey. Um, but I'm fine with it. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I'm I'm just, you know, cruising with the homies. But today I did this. I call them I call them my mini TED talks when I go on a rant on Twitter. If you don't follow me on Twitter, follow me on Twitter. Wit wit hooray. Same thing as my Instagram. But I did this rant on Twitter that I was inspired to do. Um, just driving to work this morning, just really thinking, you know, we already talked about the Will Smith and Chris Rock thing. Well, I didn't comment on it like per se. Um, but I woke up this morning just thinking, you know, just having my personal opinion about what it means to be protected. And, and while I, you know, I still admire Will Smith and, you know, I love what Chris Rock has accomplished. I can't really say I've always been a fan of his because I don't really think he's funny, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> you know, they both accomplished great things, but it's interesting, you know, us living in the time and in the world of social media because a lot of content creators, of course, use that, the the most talked about situation as clickbait and as a way to bring the people who have already been listening to them in or even new people because it's a hot topic and a lot of people like drama. They like hot topics. They like to talk about what's relevant and that's a strategy that with your audience to always comment on what's relevant and you have those people who are just going to talk about it and give their first reaction about it and just kind of give their thoughts about the situation with no real you know, real thoughtful, in-depth analysis. And then you got those people who are going to analyze. And then you got those people who just, you know, just want to make commentary. And then you got those people who use it to drive home, maybe in align it with the message that they already give the people who watch their content. So if they're a relationship coach, they may use this opportunity to talk about relationship dynamics and kind of use that situation as an entry point. If they're a psychologist, they may use that situation to talk about 
Will Smith's mentality and Chris Rock's mentality for standing there to drive the message home for their audience and for their lane. And I find myself more so in that lane. I'm learning how to use social media, you know, for my benefit and as a tool, you know, even as I'm building my own brand. And one thing that I told myself, I don't like, it just don't feel natural to me. Like if I just made a comment on it and, you know, just one of those comments, my first reaction to this, like even when I first saw the video, I was up when it happened. And at first, nobody was talking about it on my timeline when I saw it. And then as soon as I said, oh my God, like Will Smith just slapped Chris Rock on the Oscars. Like, of course, the timeline blew up like in in split seconds. That's all people were talking about Sunday night. And I had this inclination. Oh, I got the, like I went on YouTube to go look at the whole scene because I wasn't watching the Oscars live. I happened to be on Facebook and somebody had already posted. So I went to YouTube and of course, people like in Australia who gets the unedited version, they had already posted it. So I like copied the link and I was going to post it to my Twitter just because I'm like, I wonder if people have seen this, but it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel like me because I don't feel like I'm real like a a gossip blog or anything like that and not saying anything is wrong with that because if that's the content creator or the the lane that that person or that page is in like it's necessary but I was like that's not really the lane I'm in that's not really the lane I want to be in it just felt unnatural like I'll make commentary on it but the things that I make the way that I like to make commentary in my personal opinion is um, I like it to be in alignment with who I am and use it as a, a tool to express myself, express my value, um, my values to reflect on what it is that I value and to let people know more of who I am through what I think and how I analyze things. And also, like when it comes to this page, it's, it's doing the same exact thing. Like this is Wondering Whitley. It's about my thoughts, you know, whether people think I'm right, wrong, or indifferent. It's just me having these conversations and presenting it in a way that I process things and, and how I want to interact and flow with life. And I saw this post today of somebody saying people got a lot of unsolicited opinions that hold no weight. <laughs> and I thought that that comment was funny because I was like, dang, I used to be kind of cynical like that about social media, but now I've grown to appreciate it. Like there is a post I did probably like two weeks ago on my Feminine Arts Academy page that said the good thing about social media is that everybody has their own platform to voice their own opinion. The bad thing about social media is that everybody has a platform to voice their own opinion. And the reason I put that there's that duality of being good and bad, or you could call it negative, positive, or you could just put it on the spectrum is because I'll start with the perceivably bad is that there are narratives that can be out there that because you're getting so much information and people just try to find a lane, whether it's true for them or not, it's sometimes easy to believe the fake news. Like, for example, yesterday, 
somebody wrote up a fake apology for Chris Rock and it was going around going viral. There were people who report on things who were using this apology until his own publicist came out and said, hey, whatever apology is floating around, Chris Rock didn't write. Like, I'm his publicist. He didn't release that statement. And that's wild. Like, people are whole running with this. A content creator that I listen to, uh, really, I listen to him about finances, but he, he uses popular news to tie it into, like, how economics is working in that, which I think is really cool. But even he posted it and he got on and he was saying today, like, y'all never want to really post fake news. So I'm surprised that I fell for that. So, you know, that's the downside of it. Like people can really create their own images. People can spew things and create narratives that if you're not careful, you can just start to believe or start to give into like today, <laughs> I'm scrolling and I don't think I even follow this page, but you know how sometimes they promote pages that they think you will like because you follow pages similar. Some page popped up and I guess it's like one of those quote or meme pages. I don't really follow it, but on the page it said, <laughs> it said, women don't make a man feel, don't make a man feel like you're too loyal or faithful, or he'll go and find a woman who excites him. And it was a hunt, like at least a hundred thousand people who liked this post. And I'm like, that's so stupid. Like, you mean to tell me like, what is this saying? <laughs> and people, some people was in the comments agreeing and some people was in the comments. Okay. So I'm supposed to be cheating on him in order to like, make him interested. Like, but those are the type of things, like if somebody is vulnerable and they just read that, that might put them on eggshells and they might start playing these tricks and games in order to keep a man interested because this meme page is telling them basically to play games, you know, to keep a man interested and faithful to them. Like weird stuff and people are actually getting follows and people are actually getting reposted and retweeted. And and that can be the bad side, depending, and, and it's only bad depending on if you're using discernment for the information that you want to take in. But the good side is that it is a platform where people can, you know, voice their own opinion. They can put what they think out there and you can agree with it or you cannot, or you can stop following them or you cannot use the apps. Like nothing is hard about any of those. Like. People have a right to voice their opinion, whether you like it or not, whether you agree with it or not, like you don't have to consume it. Like I find myself getting irritated with people like, why are we promoting them? Like who asked them? <laughs> I did that a couple of times today, but I find myself laughing at it like that's silly. And I'm pretty sure people do that to my opinion. And that's fine. Like I don't expect everybody to agree with me or see it, see things my way. But I know when I am sharing my opinion, I try to give my opinion as a reflection of more of who I am, of more of what I value and how I see things and to promote the messages that I give. So for example, my mini TED talk was saying, this may be an unpopular opinion, you know, and I know I said, I still think Will Smith is a class act. I appreciate and admire him as a man. I do. Um, 
while at the same time, my unpopular opinion today was like, I don't want a man to physically fight somebody in order to protect me unless we all out can avoid it. And then I went on a whole, I wouldn't even call it rant. I just gave my opinions of where I'm coming from with that statement. Like me personally, I've been in situations where whether it was me personally or a guy I was with, like it's me to a woman or a guy I was with to another man where a decision was made to not engage physically to diffuse the situation so it wouldn't go further because it probably would have went beyond just that moment. And I remember, and I kind of told the story of, a girl in high school. And I think I told this before, so I'm not going to go in depth, but I've made plenty of decisions where it's kind of like, I don't believe in fighting physically if it can be avoided. Like you can call me all types of names or whatnot, like you disrespecting yourself. And it doesn't mean I'm not mad about it or sad about it or don't feel any type of way, but it's that double thing. Like I don't even have the same type of energy you got to to fight you. And I know that if I'm still not going to like you, why would I risk losing my job? Why would I risk my freedom of possibly going to jail? Why would I risk you, you know, possibly blacking my eye and I got to heal from that? Like, why would I risk putting myself in a situation for it to go further, for somebody to ruin something for me who I'm not going to like before or after this is done? I just never understood that. And people may think differently about that. You know, people from certain areas who had to grow up a certain way, like they may feel something totally different and that's fine. Like they have a right to believe that. Like one of my um, old homegirls, I'm, I'm referring to the same person that I did in my tweet post. I think she grew up always having to fight. I really think she was bullied in her last district before she came to the district I was in. And I came from another district before I came to this one. So I can notice those things. And I personally think, you know, I think she valued, I think we valued the same thing, but the way, the way we practiced them or showed up with them were different. Like, I think we both value loyalty. I think we both valued friendship you know, but she was one who felt like if somebody come at me, I don't care what it is. Like I have to avenge myself by like standing up to this, this fight physically for me. I just didn't feel like I needed to prove my strength in that way. Like I rather you think I'm weak than like put myself in a situation where I can lose an opportunity that I'm on. I can get kicked off the team. I can get suspended for something. We're going to always be fighting every time. I Like I just, that just wasn't me. It wasn't me. And I think, and, and that's why I shared my opinion today because I was coming from that perspective. Like how do we begin to teach even young boys and young girls who, masculinity or their femininity or who they are shows up differently from what people, especially in the black community, try to praise and promote. Like we praise and promote the people who go off and who always fighting. But sometimes those are not the people who live to see beyond a, a young age. 
Those are usually not the people who go off and be successful. And if they are, then they end up changing their ways oftentimes, you know, but you don't want to limit yourself and your opportunities because you're trying to show up in a way that's not you. Like I'm a grown woman. What I look like and I remember it was a couple of years ago. I was out with some homegirls and one of my homegirls, she got she got a little bit tipsy. She got a little bit drunk and she she got that edge on her already without drinking. And like we in this crowded place and of course, you know, girls start dancing, whatever. And we at a club that's a little bit ratchet. It ain't one of those, you know, where the other girl going to say, excuse me. And so it was just escalating. And so me and my other homegirl pulling pulling my homegirl who kind of tipsy back. Like, we're not doing this tonight. Because one, you kind of drunk. We don't know who she brought with her. And we're going to have to jump in and fight with you. That's not what we on tonight. And sometimes I feel like we have to, I'm going to say me, I'm going to speak for myself (laughs) because this is the type of woman I am. To me, I'm a grown woman. I don't want to be nowhere fighting nobody. Like, look how good I look when I came out. You think I'm trying to fight? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I didn't want to do it in high school, didn't want to do it in middle school, and I'm dang sure not doing it at age 30. You know, but there are women who got a different mindset and they expect you as their friend to be on that board with them if they want to go there. And I just think that's an unfair expectation to place on people. I think that's something that needs to be talked about. For example, I'm not going to say their real affiliation because y'all probably try to see who it is. So I'm just say my friend. I have two friends. Uh, one, she was she was messing with this guy and early on. She knew the women that he was dealing with, they didn't have nothing to lose. And they let her know, like, they were the type to come up to your job, to dash your tires, to be cussing you out. And they got whole kids to take care of. And I'm saying this not because this is what I assumed. This was what was already happening. So she decided to proceed to deal with this man and then put up with engaging with this other woman in that way and so of course she told me about it I was like you know I I gave her my personal opinion as a friend but she told one of my other friends about it and I guess she told her about another situation how the girl said she was gonna come up and do this she was gonna find her doing this and my friend told her she said hey if we ever out and this girl pull up on you and say she got a friend with her, don't expect me to jump in. And my homegirl came back and told me our other friend said that and she was so mad. She was like, how could she say it to me? Because I would never leave her to go get jumped and this, this and that. And I felt her. Now, the way she said it, because our other friend, she she got a little attitude on her. So I know she said it in a way that's like real sharp, real like you dumb. I'm not doing this. But I felt her whether I agreed or not. I felt her and she had a right to that opinion, not because the girl was going to really come. Like, it'd be one thing if she came up on you and you don't know this woman from nowhere, like you cut off guard. But the fact that you're telling her. You're giving her intel, like you're telling her all the things that this this woman has already done, all the things that this man is doing to put a battery in both of y'all back. And then 
you mad at her for telling you she not going to jump in a fight like that because she feel like she got something to lose. I don't feel like you got the right to be mad at her because you're actually choosing this dangerous situation when you don't have to be in that situation. It's one thing if it totally completely cuts you off guard. And so I'm reiterating this because this is an old situation, but I'm I'm using these close things to me as an example because sometimes I feel like, especially in relationships or friendships, we place expectations on people based on what we think that value should look like. And I think that's not fair. And especially in the black community, when it comes to like, you know, showing who who's boss and, and really showing your strength, everybody is not built and everybody just doesn't want to show it by physically getting in the altercation with somebody. That's just like, they don't see it the same way. But I think that's something that's so prized in the black community and it's and it's and it's weird and it's sad too. Because I don't I think that should be used as a last resort if somebody really, really attack you. But if they don't and they using their words, we say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Words do hurt. Everybody feels rage just like any other person. It's not that even if you a monk, like you still going to feel that like I want to knock them out. I want to throw this iron across their face. But then we have to apply those people who decide "Mm, I want to stay on this team. I want to stay an officer. I want to keep my position. I want to keep my job. I don't want the police to see us fighting and then we both going to jail and she the one who started and they don't care. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, we we ought to celebrate the people who start thinking like that. But they're the people who end up people saying, oh, you weak, you weak. But those same people aren't going to be the one bailing you out of the consequences that you're then going to have to face on your own. And so I use that experience to talk about my opinions about that because I feel like it's a subject that's not talked about, especially a young black women and men. And then when I think about men, we we especially have that expectation of them to prove like their masculinity or manhood. And if they walk away from a fight because of God talking about their mama or something like that, then they're weak. And it's just like, no. No, and I use the example. I don't know if y'all have seen this movie before. And there's plenty of movies I can pull from. But the first one I thought of was Save the Last Dance. And, you know, Malachi, him and Derek, they grew up together. They grew up running the streets. And I guess they don't show this in the movie, but they keep referencing it. They have history because Derek used to be a real bad boy running the street. And Malik did time for him because he didn't snitch on him. So Malik got out and it's ways he used to try to hold that over his head. But Derek, you know, he decided to start changing his life. So now he about to go to an Ivy League college and Malik get out. You know, they in high school and he's still on the same stuff. He still he don't want to grow. He don't want to move forward. He down and Derek wanting to go to college, but he's still testing him in a way to see do you still got the street in you or are you going to keep changing? You're going to keep growing. And there was a point in the movie where 
Malik wanted to go get revenge on another crew and they had guns and stuff. And so they in the car and Derek about to roll with him because he want to prove he's still down. And you can see in the movie how he has this moment where he's just like, this ain't me no more. Like, I can't do this with you. So he gets out and his friend ended up going to jail that night. And then his other friend who rolled with him got shot. So what if he would have stayed in that car trying to prove that he's still the same guy? You know, and I could say that same situation happened in the movie Bad Boys. Boys in the Hood, not Bad Boys, but Boys in the Hood. You know, where Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character wanted to ride with Ice Cube and them to go get revenge on the guys who had shot Ricky. Like, yeah, they retaliating, but he's like... What is this going to solve? It's just going to be this cycle. And it was like they end up going to jail, getting killed when you see the credits and stuff. And Cuba Gooding Jr. made that decision, like, go ahead and let me out. But his friends, too, understood why he made that decision. You know, they didn't expect anything less. And sometimes you got to stand up for yourself in that way. And I think it took me a long time to realize, like, Whitley, what do you value? What kind of person that you are? You don't subscribe to all black people do this. All black people like to do this. Or we value this characteristic when it comes to, you know, defending ourselves. Like you see things different. You see things different and that's okay. And you got to own that. So the people around you know, okay, I don't want to be put in a situation like this. Or this is why I'm saying I don't want to go here. Or I don't like you getting so drunk where you belligerent because you get aggressive and then if i'm with you you're gonna be looking at me crazy if i don't want to jump in nothing i didn't come to do that you know so it just all gets weird and i feel like we all have a right to set those boundaries and those standards but we have to be okay with being open with who we are and not having any shame about that or not trying so hard to connect and be with people or prove ourselves to people who they want us to show up a different way. Like, that's just not who we are. So I started this whole conversation talking about opinions, but to me, it makes me think of open, O-P-E-N, united. Like, it's me sharing my opinion as a way about, a way of being open about my experiences. It's a way about being open with who I am, with what I value, um, because I feel like my opinions are grounded in my experiences. And I try to share them in a way that that is thoughtful, that is thoughtful to me, um, is grounded in whatever I value and not just, oh, I think this, and it's just an opinion that I'm just gonna change from day to day. Is, is kind of rooted in my beliefs. And I think some people, whether they articulated or that or not, I think most people, they are. Whether they have, you know, the language to put it in certain ways or, or whether they, you know, put it in full context like I would take the time to do. I think a lot of people's opinions reflect what they value and who they are. Um, and it's not my job to take that away from people, whether I agree or not. So I love y'all so much and own your opinion own you know, what you think about things and use that as an entryway 
to discover more about yourself, to discover more about why do I think this? Why do I think this is important? Why do I have this opinion on this? And is this my true opinion? Is it in alignment with who I want to be and who I really am? Or is this an opinion that I got from other people or that I just think just because it's popular or because this is what people expect me to feel or think or show up? Because I know that's what I had to do and I'm still doing. (laughs) So I love y'all so much and I will see you on the next one.